Hello, this is Ivan Meekins, and you are listening to Content Untapped. This show is born out of a desire to help empower everyone, create great content, and share their knowledge, ideas, and their stories with the world. That's the mantra that we all work by here at Right Business Results. So I really hope that this episode sparks some great ideas for your next content project, whatever the heck that's going to be. Look, if you like what you hear, please do leave us a review. Follow us on social media and tell your friends about us because it massively, massively helps us reach more people just like you and gets us one tiny step closer to our mission, which is inspiring more people to just get out there and have fun with their content. So enough from me now. Let's crack on. So yeah, I mean, premise of the show, right? So content on taps. I mean, what we found working at Right Business Results for, well, you for like six years, seven years, I think, since the company's been founded. And I've, I've been here for almost three years. So one thing that we found is that everyone who creates content wants to make a, an emotional connection with people. It's one of the biggest things and sometimes the hardest thing to do. But in terms of how, like how that's actually done, everyone kind of wants to be unique in their content, wants to feel that they have a unique angle and hook and something different than anyone else. The problem is, is a lot of businesses are still creating content that is quite samey, <laughs> aren't they? Mm. Yeah, they are. But I think it's also because this level of content creation is new in the world of business, it's hard to know what format to follow or kind of the example to follow, right? Like when I said this over seven years ago, Facebook ads to business weren't normal. I'm not even sure they existed. YouTube wasn't utilized. People were saying, oh, LinkedIn, really? Should I? And so it makes really, really easy to take for granted how quickly everything is built and progress in the world of sharing. But also, I think we've probably all, all seen those speeches that you know talks maybe that go into like a sob story in a bid to make an emotional connection and because it's very contrived it doesn't work and then you kind of think well how do I be vulnerable in a way that sounds authentic so I think it's genuinely quite challenging for people while this way of building connections online is is still relatively new yeah that's a good point you know building connections online is relatively new but it's also like what's being said when people first started creating content it was much easier just to put out useful tips or, you know, just like how-to guides. And that's still good, right? That's still useful. It still works. But you also need sort of the hooks and the narrative and, and the unique spin, tone of voice, language, style, structure, as well as content to grab people now because mm-hmm. everyone's posting content about that. Oh, it's true. Manuals used to be the way, didn't they? It was like, yeah. oh, here's, well, here's an FAQ guide. But we've got a bigger opportunity now. People are used to that. It's fine. We're in a place now where we can be far more ourselves for a positive reframe. That's probably it. We don't have to stick to a rigid structure or worry about how professional we sound. It's more about how it's true. I think sound. the gloves are off, really, yeah. with content creation. People can be a bit more raw, a bit more authentic and have more fun with it. And I think the more people do that and businesses do that, they actually more people resonate with them and see them as someone transparent, authentic and someone interesting and engaging to deal with. Yes. Well, I was going to say there are lots of examples of this kind of not working right as well. Like, and this is what we're all scared of. We, none of us want to sound phony. When we're doing tone of voice with clients, Ivan, and we get to that part, it's like, okay, how, how do you want to be perceived? That's one thing that's easy for people to answer, right? And they'll say, well, I want to be myself. I want to come across as genuine <laughs> and authoritative, but not bossy. And it is all the Okay, cool. So does everybody. So a better question is, what is it about you and the way that you come across that people, that your ideal clients gravitate to? Let's identify that and understand how we can capture that. 100%. It's so funny. Every time he says like, so what's your tone of voice? Sound? I want to sound authentic. It's like, <laughs> you, yeah, good. So what is, what is, what is that? Like, what, what are, what is your authentic voice? I think the issue is right. Like being authentic, finding like hooks, angles, ideas to come across being authentic, but also unique. 
-hmm. everyone wants to do that, but it's not easy, right? It's hard. The problem is it takes some research. It takes some thinking, it takes some digging around in this world to look for angles and hooks and and ways to engage with your audience in in, in ways other people aren't doing. So when you go out searching for new ideas, concepts, and and hooks, it takes time. It's hard. And business owners and a lot of people creating content, especially if you're an entrepreneur business owner, like you just don't have that time. Like it's it's not going to happen. And this is where the mistakes come in, right? It's having that kind of loose understanding that, yes, I need to create something authentic, engaging, inspiring, fun. Even already that list is like, okay, shit, there's kind of the pressures of one, right? Like that's a lot to ask from one piece of content. And then it's, but I don't have the time to research. I don't want to go into a field where I'm not the authority. I want to speak from my heart, but I need data to back it up for credibility. And then we get into things like news hacking, for example, which we discussed internally in the last week. It's become a very popular quick win. Something's trending in the news. You see it with the apparel on Twitter or something comes up as a headline that somehow links to your world. The easiest thing you can do is take that as inspiration and then create an article or a post around it in the context of your industry and your field. But of course, that can equally be done really badly because how many times have any of you clicked on a blog thinking, oh, cool, yeah, I kind of thought that that sounded really relevant. I saw that in the news. I wonder how that does link to my world in, I don't know, financial services. And then it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's the classic clickbait. So this is like what Content Tap wants to do and also what it wants to avoid. So the first thing it wants to do is step into that space of helping content creators, not just business owners, anyone kind of wanting to create something, whether that's audio, video, written content, you know, anything like that, to step into the base to show people, you know, that they can make those things and they can find that stuff without doing all all of the work. So we want to kind of do some of the digging for people. We want to aim to look at finding inspiring ideas, hooks and niches for your business content in places that other people and maybe you who's listening may not look to think without it being clickbaity. You know, without it being like, you know, those classic, you know, dentists are going to hate this one simple trick, like that kind of stuff. No one really, it's old. And I actually don't know how many results it gets. To be honest, so I can't imagine a lot, but I can't imagine, I can imagine that anyone who looks at it doesn't really right, enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, also it's that thing of that you, those websites that use that content, they're the ones that have to bring out like 20 blogs a week. Like they're so content heavy. There's no quality. That's why they have to go for the quantity. And that's the prototype essentially that so many of us have been given. So through through this show, we're not doing what's normally done. We're doing what we know works. And we want to kind of explore all the different ways that other people, not just as as content create expert content creators, but as in people listening who don't have time for content creators, on that level can just easily implement. For sure. And like the, there's loads of cool places like, you know, psychology is a great place. History is an amazing place to look. But even just like classic literary techniques that you may have kind of learned in years and years ago in school, but like just don't remember, or maybe just don't know how that applies to business content. It all kind of does because it all points towards creating engagement, creating an emotional connection and getting people, a growing a loyal audience. Like that's the main thing. Well, like, what we don't want to do is say like, here's all the content that's going to make you millions of of, of pounds because yeah, that's sorry. the side effect of creating a loyal audience. Yeah, it does. And, and loyal audience, to give that another word, which is very now is community, right? Like audiences, followers, loyal audience, where you actually get some participation and some some real life interaction is community. And that that's really what we as business owners and people in the business are looking for. Like we want to... And that's the point of content. You're putting something out there that allows people to bond, get to know you, enjoy digging around and researching you and what you do and you know who's on the team. And it's also about painting a picture with words of 
what's possible for the people coming into your organization, clients, you know, they're your investors. If they're going to invest in you and your team, what's possible for them? And they need the freedom to be able to build that picture up in their own imagination before they're going to want to pick up the phone because they're bombarded. So, you know, through the show, we've done so much digging, as Ivan says, through loads of different realms that everybody you will have come across. It's the, the linking connection to business. Yeah. And, and we've got real world examples as well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I do love that word realms because I'm a nerd. So that, yeah, it works for me. But I think one thing to notice is like, this isn't going to be overcomplicated. Like a lot of the stuff is going to be simple. You've probably heard it before. You may have quoted it at times or, or talked about it at times, but where kind of the, the missing link is, is how do you use that to create amazing content for your business or, you know, for your projects? And that's where like, this is going to kind of help is creating those, forging those links for you to begin to like, hopefully get some ideas churning around. Hopefully it clicks. And hopefully you can start like implementing some of the stuff that we're going to talk about in the show to just increase the quality of your content, but also the engagement levels of your of your content too. And have more fun with it. I think again, like, you know, conjugation should be fun. It shouldn't just be like a, a slog day by day where you're kind of just typing away or like have to churn out the next blog or article. Like it should be enjoyable. So hopefully we're going to like add the fun to that as well for you guys. Yeah, we are. I can't wait. Let's jump in. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Let's crack on. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. Look, if you wanted to find out more about how to implement any of the ideas shared on this episode, please fire us an email to info at rightbusinessresults.com and we're going to get back to you with all haste. Oh, and one more thing, remember to leave us a review and if you're feeling very, very generous, please recommend us to your people because it helps us spread the word and we love doing that. Thanks guys. Catch you next time.